Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Metapod Podcast. I am Josh, the the host, I guess. I don't like doing that. The I said that last. Uh, the Podfather, whatever. Um, joined, as always, by my three co-hosts, my brothers from another mother who are actually brothers from the same mother, <laughs> Randy and Josh, and then also a brother from another mother who is actually from a different mother from them. <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> That's all correct. Fellas, y'all doing good? Yes, sir. Phenomenal. Yep. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, it's been a, a little bit since we've we've met together. How's life? Good. I uh, can bench press over 225 pounds, unlike some other people in this room. You know, what I like to tell people is uh, if, if somebody works out, uh, at, at any any pace at all, they should be able to, if they're a grown man, bench two twenty five on a consistent basis. I agree yeah. with that. That's what. I, that's Josh, what. How much can you do? <laughs> like one twelve. <laughs> I got to get the ones out. You know? Hey, I did buy some uh, half pound and one pound plates for Keely because she's so precise. So I can bring those if we need. Yes, to. that'd be that nice. way we can. Uh, you know, incrementally go up. We're gonna max out on Friday and see who's the. Man and who's not. So I can give you a hint as to who's not. <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> not going to be a man on Friday, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not strong. I think I, I think I'm wiry. Like if if something happened to me, I think I would be okay. Like if uh, I was in a wrestling match with some grizzly bear or something like that, you would die. Well, <laughs> maybe not a grizzly bear. <laughs> like an intruder. Or yeah. What if like you're in a fight with ten thousand rats? I would oh, definitely die. I wouldn't stand a chance. Call back. <laughs> No, I, I'm just I'm not I'm not super strong. So we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. I can't bench 225. I can't bench. Um, can you squat squat 225? I can squat 225. I can do. All right, we'll try that on Friday stuff. as well. Yeah, I'll do two. Tw- I can squat 225. Okay. How many plates is that? <laughs> two on each side. Oh yeah, I can do that. Hey, how for many the record, times, how many somebody times, told yeah. you that at the gym. Is that correct? What's that? That if you're working out regularly, that you should be able to do 225. Yeah, it wasn't in the gym. It was uh, at work. In uh, my office, I think. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) I really thought it was some random person. No, the truth is he he keeps saying it out of context, but it's funnier the way he says it. So (laughs) I was talking about a mutual friend of ours who works out consistently. His name's Ted, and dude can rep 225 like we used to rep 135 in high school. Yes. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah. A guy who really works out consistently like that, it gets to a point where 225 is not that big of a deal. Right. But like to first get to 225 and get two plates, like that's a huge accomplishment. Yes. He left that part out. Yeah. He left but that part out. That's what I was saying, and he just misunderstood yeah. me. I cannot rep out 225. I can do a couple reps. For and the I'm record, spent. Ted is a beast of exactly. a man. Exactly. I mean, a beast Ted of a man. Confirmed. So, yeah, I think he listens too. Nice. Thank you. Listens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you're a beast, do. Ted. Great dude. Uh, I can't do 225. I will be happy if I do 150. That's my goal. 150. What is it? <laughs> what is that? It's a 45, a 10, and a five. No, 45, five, and a two and a half. I'll be happy with 135. <laughs> no, you got 155. I got 150. I'll do 155. 155. That's what I'm gonna do. A plate and a ten. We we worked out uh, knowing on Monday that we were gonna do this on Friday of this week. Um, did bench press on Monday and and I repped out ten of something and then I was like, well, I'm going to see if I can add some more weight and I couldn't, uh, but I was already kind of tired, you know. <laughs> did you do one? Like, did you get one of of more weight? Not even a single one. <laughs> no, nope. I had done like thirty. You can see the look on Lyle's face right now. You would know the answer. I'd done, I'd done like thirty thirty Dude, reps already. I say it because I care because we're going to be in the same boat when we lift on Friday. Dude, I don't lift so. 
I don't remember the last time I, I bench pressed. So Hunter yeah. also has extremely long arms. So yeah, he has to go I further than wings, all of us. I got the wingspan of Kevin Durant. I mean, <laughs> I got to go down. To, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not. It's gonna confident. be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, it'll it's be like fun. Definition of fun. It'll be good. Uh, we'll take a picture and upload it sometime and see. So I'm I'm weak and I'm okay with that. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully one day I can get to 225. I'll squat 225. Okay. I can do that. I'm, I'm confident that. of that. I do leg press sometimes at the gym, and I can throw a few plates on there. Nice. Leg press is terrifying after seeing those videos. Bro, locking your knees. I can't, I can't do it. Nope. I'm out. Yeah, I'm kind of pudgy, though, so, like, my legs <laughs> are stopped by my, by my stomach. <laughs> so I don't have to go all the way down to be fair. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Cool. Well, uh, anything exciting happened since last time we got together? I know we're excited about Friday, but uh, life was lived between thence, thence and hence, and just Rangers, don't know anything. Rangers are hot, baby. Yeah, since then, uh, last time MLB has started, uh, got to got to experience opening day um, from the comfort of my office, but grateful to work at a place where they let me take an hour to enjoy that first pitch and the ceremonious stuff that happens. Um and then uh, we got together and watched a game. Got to get together and watch a game the other day. Uh, but I love the MLB. Like, to, for, for Randy, I know it's just a filler until football season. Yep. I feel like everything else is that way for me. Like, I've, I've been about it. And, you know, it's kind of like, kind of like background noise at our house. Uh, we'll put the game on TV and live life, eat dinner, do our things. But, man, I love baseball. Love it. Love it. And the Rangers have been doing good. First place in the, yeah, in the West. Great. Two weeks. Too bad the – Season's not 25 games, but anyways. Cool. Baseball started. Anything else? Hunter, you play any good golf courses lately? Mm-mm. I watched the Masters. That's oh, yeah. yeah. We're in the middle of soccer season, so uh, life is a bit wild, but I'm the coach slash don't know all the rules, but it's fun. Hey, baby. I like hanging out with the kids, and <laughs> I, they're, my level's fifth to eighth grade soccer, and I can compete with them. And so I get out there, and we scrimmage and run around, and so that's fun. You don't have to know the rules, right? I mean, that's why Just referees are there. kick it toward your goal. What's yeah. all you got to do? Soccer seems pretty easy. Also, I haven't won a game yet. I've tied like four times and lost twice. <laughs> Surprising. Nobody, there might be fine. a correlation yeah, between those. Fine. fine. It's fine. You did good last year, though, right? Didn't you coach last year? And you did, you did pretty good? Yeah, but I had another coach who was awesome. So so not, not this year, just you this year? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So that's a problem. What's the role where you have to stay behind the line when the – you know when? Offsides, you offsides. Can't, you yeah. can't have like, like you can't like snowbird a, a, a player down behind their defense. What's that mean? Yeah. Well, they just hang back. What, they, what, what you used to do in basketball, you would stay <laughs> under your <laughs> basket, and then they would launch oh. you the ball to try cherry to... picking. <laughs> yeah, cherry. yeah, yeah. I know that. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> I would do that, and they still wouldn't throw me the ball. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know why. I was like, I'm open, I'm open. And they're like, Nah, it's fine. We'll play four on five. Um, good, Randy. Anything with you? Uh, I ended up getting a new truck. What? Which was pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, I had been thinking about getting a truck for a while. Uh, my other truck, uh, nothing wrong with it. Really had one hundred and sixty thousand miles on it, which this day and age isn't uh, just a crazy amount. But um, I'd been thinking about it, and then some bunch of circumstances kind of came together. On one fateful Friday one of afternoon. Them, one of them being it stopped working. Correct. Correct. <laughs> pretty, yes. Pretty big detail. Yes. Uh, so I was having, having some issues with it coming back from Fort Worth. 
And uh, long story short, instead of fixing it, I got a new truck. So just very thankful to have it though. So that's been it's been pretty great. Cool. That didn't happen very often. It smells good in there, like a new truck. It did. It did. So my boys got in there. <laughs> cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. It's hard for me to recognize you now when you're driving around because yeah. it's just like not the Randy I, I know. Yeah. Randy's old truck. You just look for the missing gas cap. You know it's him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or uh, after that horrible hellstorm, and I didn't get the yeah. body fix. It had a big rust stain at the top uh, from that bad hellstorm that we had. So yeah, so I, I get got to some hide good now. money off of it though, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the fact I get to hide for a little bit is pretty great. I did catch one person, uh, giving somebody else the bird because they didn't realize I was there. So that was, that was awesome. (laughs) That's great. So it was actually in the, uh, I was picking up my son from high school. And so we're in that part. So there's a bunch of teenagers around and they, any other time would have recognized me and, and probably refrained, but because they didn't recognize me, they just threw it out there. And I was like, oh, I see <laughs> you. So I saw my student leaders. Busted. <laughs> was it? It was one of his student leaders? No comment. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you can enjoy anonymity in your truck. For Hunter never can. Hunter, Hunter drives a one of one here in town. There was one that was kind of like yours, but yeah. that's why it's easy to find you. It's one of two. There's another one. Yeah, but one it's not more. exactly. Yeah, I can no, tell. It's got black wheels. Uh, chrome wheels <laughs> yeah i can yeah. i can tell matter of fact um i pulled into the hardware store the other day someplace oh, i never oh, i never go. go i just don't belong there and i saw the the one of one with the chrome wheels and the what is it a raptor or something like that and i was like i know hunters in this store and so i made it a point to to take my to-do list or my item list put it in my pocket and the number one thing number one priority was finding him and startling him in the store, and so I did. Did it work? Oh yeah, like a no, champ. Yeah, it was great. Like a high pitched squeal or anything when you goose him or what? No, just no. A, no, just like a jump. He almost dropped what he was carrying. Yeah, <laughs> mark. Dude, I can't believe I didn't think of this when you said what's happened since last time. Speaking of the hardware store, I am not good at fixing anything, and so if I have to go to the hardware store, I'm usually extremely uncomfortable slash super self conscious slash don't really know what I'm doing. And every time I go to this one hardware store, this this old lady who's so sweet and so nice, really I feel kind. like she looks down on me because she knows I'm an idiot and she tries <laughs> to help me. And like I appreciate the help, but I know she's thinking this poor kid doesn't have a clue what he's doing. But recently, I went in and asked her a question that she could not answer, and so I felt accomplished nice. in that. And nice. I feel like that's one of the highlights of the last month for me. It's nice. awesome. What, what was it? What was the question? It's about plumbing from an <laughs> above-ground pool. Cool. <laughs> I bet she's... Sounds like the person that says, like, bless his heart oh, when you no, walk yeah. out the door, yes. you know? Oh, yeah. 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 She says it when he walks in the door. <laughs> when, when, when I walk bless out, he's like, I'll see sweet. you when you return to fix whatever <laughs> yeah. you broke again. Yeah. So. I know this isn't going to work this time. That's why she didn't know the answer, because you yeah. had the wrong answer. She's like, just try something. You know it's not going to work. It'll be bad. <laughs> she is, like, super sweet, though. Uh, probably probably the same thing. She's got that that detector of, like, being, like, I know he's not going to fix it. <laughs> so she treats me nice because she knows I'm a good customer because I'm going to have to come yeah. back and fix what I messed up. Good times. Cool. Well, hey, um, I, I watch some YouTube sometimes on some downtime. We're going to talk about downtime today on the show. But uh, I saw this video of of these people who, who were, were talking about their 10 essentials, their top 10 things that they, they can't live without, right? So not like... 
Not dumb things like air, food, and water. <laughs> Just joking. Yeah, dumb things. wonder who wrote that down. <laughs> Those Oxygen. things are important. So stupid. Obviously, your family is important. Like, like if you were going to go somewhere, I would hope you would say, I want to take my wife, my kids, whatever. Um, maybe you think your truck. I don't know. But but there are things that, that don't fall in that category. I'm talking about things um, that you just, that you love. You feel like, man, this, this is, this is essential to me. Like I have to have this. What are some things that you feel like you can't live without that, that contribute to the betterment of your daily life that you like? Maybe, maybe it has a practical purpose. Maybe it's not functional, but it makes you feel like a a million bucks. I don't know. Do this. Well, one of mine's obviously a hatchet because I read that book growing up. And so if I ever get lost, you have a hatchet. You can pretty much hey, listen, anywhere. Listen, nice. so, so there's this thing I saw. <clears throat> I know, I know you're just being a jerk. So I'm not, I'm not going to get <laughs> credence to that. Though. It was a fantastic book. So speaking of that, I saw this, uh, this article about this Netflix show who, um, th- that's about this guy who was a hiker who ended up being a murderer. And so they do this little little montage of pictures uh, in the show, and this other dude who kind of looks like him, but is holding a hatchet in a picture because of that book. He's like, this is my favorite book. It's a picture I took. I sent it to my dad. Netflix saw it on Instagram, took it, posted it in this documentary. And so this dude's friend, who's completely unrelated to these murders, start calling him up. And they're like, you know this guy? Did you know you were going to be on Netflix, whatever? And so he's suing Netflix for like... Hundreds of thousands of dollars for that's awesome. Turning him into a murderer. How do you know these things. I just know Dude, stupid crap. Josh man. knows a little bit about everything. <laughs> I swear. Name a subject. Josh can talk about it a little bit. It's impressive. Just a little bit, not a lot, but just a little bit about everything. I like it. It's fun. Fun that way. No, great it's, way to be. It's great facts. Great conversation. <laughs> Anyways, look it up. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it's called, but it was uh, the guy was super kind and then turned into a murderer. And then this guy was put <laughs> Super put right into the middle uh, of this this picture montage and was like, "I'm not a murderer." So, anyways, okay. So a hatchet for you? Oh yeah. What's a real one? Uh, my Crocs. I wear them everywhere, and I'm not sure I'm in style, but I don't care. I'm in comfort. You used to be a Croc hater, didn't you? Well, I thought they looked stupid until I put a pair on. Then it changed my life, and I wear them as often as I can. And so the pair I'm wearing right now is actually a $7 knockoff pair from Walmart. And actually one size is different than the other because Walmart messed up and I just never fixed it. So Seriously? One, one's a size 10 and one's a size 11. And I wear these almost every single day. You just won't spend another $7. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have any uh, croc charms? Uh, I have one deals? from our church. The other ones fell off. So, yeah. We did a custom croc charms for our kids ministry uh, last summer. I felt like they were a hit. Yeah, they were cool. awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Got a couple. Crocs are good, yeah. They they didn't make my list, but um, but I do like I do like Crocs. Yeah, you wear them with socks too, right? Socks and Crocs. Yeah, because I don't really care. Yeah, no, I think that's I, my great. feet get cold all the time, and so I wear so I wore socks to, uh, in bed last night because I'm yeah, man, dude, I, my feet get cold, and I, I'm telling you, it's wild. So yeah. I keep I keep shoes and socks on pretty much all day long. I don't in know, bed? no, <laughs> <laughs> all day long. I don't know why. I'm like I don't <laughs> like I don't I don't come home and kick my shoes off or whatever. Like I keep my shoes on all day. But um, obviously, from from the time I take a shower before I go to bed, ritual every night. Doesn't matter what I've done. Doesn't matter how many I've had during the day. It just gets me prepared for bed. I only have a small window to make it from the shower <laughs> to my bed before my feet get really cold. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, you know, I'm telling you. If I if I make it in bed before my feet get really cold, I'm good. If not, I can't sleep. 
I'm just like, I'll have to get up and put socks on. Like, I can't, I just can't do it. My feet, when my feet are cold, it's like, I just don't, I can't do it, man. That's literally what happened. I woke up last night, went pee, because I literally do that every night. And then I got back in bed and my feet were cold. And I had to put socks on in the middle of the night because I couldn't go back to sleep because my feet were cold. Dude, it's, it's, it's insane. Dude, we're old, honey. Is this what old age feels like? Is this what it gets to? Randy, are you I have no idea what they're talking about. I've never slept with socks a day in my life. Oh, really? On purpose. Your feet get cold? No. Okay. Hmm. I kind of want them cold. I mean, there's times, sometimes, where I'm under the covers and I stick my feet out. Oh, gosh, no. (laughs) Because I'm too hot, you know? I'll stick, like, my legs out, but I'll always keep my feet covered. And when I get in bed... How do you do that? It's a skill, man. It's a picture, It's a skill. When I get in bed, the first thing I do is I take my feet and I kick them up so that the, the covers wrap underneath them. So that there's no like stray air that comes through or anything like that. Oh, I wish I could cold. get this on video. <laughs> I I have my own blanket that's separate from like our sheet and covers because instead of fighting with Callie on who gets the sheet and if you roll over, you, I just have my own blanket. I burrito up in that thing. Game changer. Yeah, our seven year old ended up in bed with us last night in the middle, and uh, she's a hot natured kid, and so she was like outside the covers and doing this stuff and i don't know i might have elbowed her like just like just to, just a little nudge you know to the point where she cried but <laughs> it's like stop messing with the cover i gotta be covered up i gotta be warm i don't want to fight you know so yeah but yeah my feet gotta be warm so socks all the way anybody else have a, an essential item golf in general the sport it's like your clubs though clubs yeah yeah because golf is not an item well you see. gosh okay all right Five, it says five things you can't live without your question. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Golf is a thing. Yeah. yeah but your I golf clubs, golf. maybe? Uh, yes, golf clubs, which require are required to play golf. Yeah, right. So, What kind of clubs do you have? Mizuno. Oh. I have- well, mul- I mean, multiple. My driver is a tailor-made wedges or Callaway and a ping putter. Cool. I got a mixed bag. What's but- the worst round you've ever played since you've been good? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Probably ninety something, ninety to a hundred. Nine day? holes. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not that. Hey, not that's talking a, about your score. That's a good nine. score, bro. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's terrible. For me, oh, that's a good holes? score. Nine <laughs> holes. So you shoot one thirty-five. I probably would if they counted on nine or eighteen. I'll probably eighteen if you counted. Okay. I don't know. A- probably 18, not. I mean, for as much as you. So play, here's here's where it count. goes. Here's where it goes awry. Um. At the tee box, <laughs> <laughs> when you get out so of the, from vehicle, the beginning in the parking lot. Listen, I can hit I can hit an iron pretty straight, but when you when you give me a driver, there's no telling where it's going. And then those little hybrid clubs, oh, I don't know where those go They're either. Tough. Yeah, but I can hit a driver pretty straight. That's what we should do. We should take a field trip to the golf course. Yeah. So because our hiking trip didn't go super great, and because we got to get you to like some kind of a roller coaster. Maybe you can take us golfing so you can shine there. I can redeem myself. Yeah. 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 You can Because it's not going to be good at the uh, roller coaster either. I yeah. Don't think. I'm pretty. If I, I got sick on the Pharaoh at repeated. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this before. I got sick on the Pharaoh at the carnival. It's not going to be good at the Texas Giants. going to be yeah. tough. Oh. Um, yeah, maybe golf. I had a Mizuno uh, baseball glove. That was my very first baseball glove, was Mizuno. But it didn't. I, I don't know. Wasn't good at that either. But not much of a golfer. It's fine. Hey. It's not okay. too late to learn. So golf, golf is one of your things. Randy, you have anything you just can't live without? It's no secret. <laughs> I think comes. everybody pretty much knows 
I'm a big fan of cigars. A big fan. Um, we've talked about it before a little bit, but what's your go-to? You like your number one? Man, I mean, you know, Avo is a great brand that I really enjoy, uh, but they're usually out of my price range, so I don't get to enjoy them all the time. Uh, the one we've been talking about lately is Southern Draw. It's a it's a, a company I came across that I really really enjoy. Uh, a lot of CA, CAOs. Um, really, I, I, I like cigars in general. So uh, you also need a lighter with that. So that's two things, and it you know could help with other things as well. But um, lighter cigars uh, is two things that I thoroughly enjoy. I, if we're being honest, I could probably live without them. Yeah, uh, I just don't want to. So I carry um, I carry a lighter for no real particular reason because I'm <clears throat> not really. Like a, it's like a Zippo cigarette lighter, but it's in, in homage to, uh, my grandfather. Uh, so it's one of my everyday carry items. Nice. I have a lighter. It didn't make this list, but a lighter. Have you ever used it for nice. anything? Like in the course of your life? Uh huh. Yeah. Like, I mean, like there's been a moment where you're just like, man, I'm glad I got this lighter with me right yeah. here. You ever like started a campfire with it? I, I like candles. I like candles a lot and okay. I've got one. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I hesitated to say it. <laughs> I don't just like candles. So I like. You're telling me you can't bench press 225 and you like candles. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. I and love so, the smell of candles. I, hey, I'll, I, I, I got one okay. right here. I'll sniff it all. So day. it gets it gets worse because it's not just the smell of candles. <laughs> I like woodwick candles because they crackle when they burn. So it's almost like you got a little campfire on your desk. You know what I mean? So I've got I've got one in my office, and so I, I use it frequently for the for that. But. But it reminds me of my granddad. Uh, he was really special to me, and so he had the little Zippo lighter. And he was, he was a, it was a smoker. But um, I'm not, and it fits in this little coin pocket right in your jeans, yeah. and so kind of keep it there with me, you know. So, anyways, cool. Any, anybody else? I guess me, maybe me. Yeah, it's my you. turn. Yeah. Uh, I went with just kind of the logical thing, like your my phone computer. It's that was number one on my list. Like I feel like I use it to work. Um. I do some graphic design stuff. Um, you know, your phone can have all those other important things. It can have uh, the Bible and, uh, you know, communication with your family and a little bit of, of leisure things on there. And so uh, phone was, was my number one. I thought you were going to say you're writing utensils. I'm going to. Oh, no. <laughs> That's coming. Anybody else have another one? I said I said five or three or whatever. I don't know. I think know. something that I use every single day um, and if I lost, I'd be in big trouble. But that's Evernote because like it has all my passwords yep. and Phone, so yep. much information in there that if I were to lose that, I would have to recreate a bunch of stuff. And I'm not sure that I could recreate all of it. It has everything from like my safe combination in there to like my passwords to even just plans, stuff I've done, stuff I want to do, um, all kinds of stuff. So like, Wait, I need, so I if need you that. have a safe, you're supposed to keep up with the combination of password <laughs> to your safe? You don't That's, have what it. That That's what I've been told. That's what I've been told. Did okay. you lose it? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when was that? Hey, good news, though, guys. Nobody's going to get to those guns. <laughs> nice. Not even me. So That's good. <laughs> oh, good times. My safe password is still what the manufacturer set, so I don't know. Yeah, something like one, two, three, four, or I don't I think even have a safe. I was just making fun of Randy. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay. All right, so Evernote. I feel like I, I use Evernote too when I don't write things on paper. That's where I like to keep them is in Evernote. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's that's part of my phone. Why, why I said my phone too, calendar, all that kind of stuff. Uh, anybody else have a number two? 
<laughs> yeah, two or three times a day. <laughs> I'll give you my number two. It's a pen. So that's oh, a writing gosh. instrument. Currently, I'm carrying the Rotring 600. Rotring? Rotring, however you want to say it. Uh, it's a Dude, German. How, how does it write? Uh, it's actually, it, it's it's pretty good. Um, I've actually swapped the inside uh, with, uh, with um, it's called Easy Flow 9000. <laughs> Maybe we could do a whole episode on like pins and pencils. I could do a whole episode on pins. <laughs> and when you you gave me one at Spanish Yen one day to sign, yeah, is that one, dude? It's phenomenal. I know. It it was that so and good. that's typically what people say. So like, uh, I've got another pin that I really like. I'll talk about it in just a second. But uh, but I, I use kind of the same ink that goes you know between between those pins, and it's um, you can get a Schmidt nine thousand Easy Flow. Um, or Easy Flow nine thousand, and it, it's just it's an awesome ball ballpoint pin, you know, and uh, a rollerball pin. And the ink just really does flow super easy. But uh, German-made pen, knurled grip. <laughs> it's uh, like you're gonna have re- to send this in a text. It's, ki- it? it's kind of. Uh, I really buy order one. Seriously, it's expensive now, so it's like it's like forty bucks. But I bought I for bought, a pen. Josh, that's cheap, man. But so here, I bought mine on on Amazon Amazon Prime Day, and it was like seventeen dollars. So it wasn't oh, bad. It. It wasn't Josh, bad. have you ever written with a like a feather and ink? Like the olden days, have you ever done that? I've not done that. I do have a fountain pen, um, you know, that you, you put the ink in, you know, kind of old school or whatever. So I used to write Maybe like... Maybe I'll buy you a feather. Like fancy. And then ink Fancy thing. So that, that's my go-to. That's my current pen is, is a Road Ring 6, 600. Um, uh, Road Ring stands for red ring. There's like a little iconic red band on the, on the end of it by the clicker. Uh, my favorite pen uh, is called a Retro 1951. Uh, it's a Tornado Rollerball. And so you, you twist the top like a little tornado, but uh, it has like this um, this topographical map pattern on it. My wife bought it for me as a gift, um, and same same kind of ink or whatever. But uh, I don't carry it anymore. the The clip on the pen has kind of stretched out a little bit, and so I just don't want it to fall out of my pocket. It got caught on my seatbelt one time, and I got out, and it kind of hey, bent, you know, bent out. Serious a bit. question. Is there a way in the show notes we can put, hey, starting at this time, Josh talks about his pen. If you want to skip it, just go to this time. Can we put that in the show notes? We can. Yeah, we can do that. Which pen? The first one or the second I one? I love you, dude. I love you. Anyways. Yeah, really. those are my two. Those are those are probably what I would say are the, the two good pens. Uh, the zebra pens, are that's where I kind of dove into my love for pens. My grandpa used to carry one. Um, the, the, the best hack is a an all-metal zebra pen. You put a Fisher Space Pen insert. Fisher Space Pen is what astronauts use. You can ride upside down. You can ride underwater. You can ride on oil. You can ride wherever. Um, and it, it hmm. it's really cool. Pressurized ink, so you're never going to – your lines are never going to skip. You're never going to – you know as you run out, you're always going to have the same pressure of ink going through. So. Do you have good handwriting? I have terrible handwriting. (laughs) I was just curious. No, I have terrible handwriting. Cool. So that's my that's my second one is a pen. Anybody else have another one? You said you said Evernote. Yeah. Crocs and a hatchet. What else do you need? I feel like your water bottle is something I see you use every day. (laughs) I I do have my water bottle every single day. You gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. Most people aren't. I'm trying I'm trying to be better at that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I my my wife makes fun of me for how often I take my water bottle into places that maybe I shouldn't. Like, if y'all invite me over to your house to hang out and eat dinner, I'm probably bringing my water bottle because I just bring it everywhere. It's good. It's fine. How many? Uh, so it's like thirty some odd ounces. How many of them you drink a day? I try to go a hundred ounces minimum a day. That's good. Cool. I do that with Dr Pepper, so it's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. That though. Uh, Randy, do you have anything else? Man, I don't know. 
You're a pretty simple guy, right? I am. You have like uh, a favorite pair of shoes, like your go-to so shoes. So I, I was thinking about that. I do have some Asics shoes that I like. So something that I do that I really enjoy is I try to walk a few times a week, uh, about three miles. Uh, we have a nice little uh, path <laughs> through the park or whatever. And uh, is that about three miles? About how long it takes to finish the cigar? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I have been known to carry a cigar with me on my walks, a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> In fact, I pulled up the other day to start my walk, and I realized I didn't have my lighter with me, so I drove back to my house. Got the lighter and came back. Uh, and normally I have lighters stashed all over the place, so I don't run out. But that's Dude, a whole that other is issue. great. So, uh, but I do love these walks. They're really good, man. They kind of clear my head. I can listen to music. I can do, uh, you know, listen to podcasts or audio books, or can just you know use that time to pray and, and that kind of stuff, which I uh, do on occasion as well. So uh, I do love those walks, and those shoes make it possible. Good cool. shoes make all Basics. the difference in the world. Yeah. Good shoes are good. In, in light of Josh's conversation, don't you normally carry a pen in your shirt? I used to, and then I got made fun of too many times. So I, don't <laughs> I was, was going to ask you what yeah. kind of pen it was, so maybe you yeah. and Josh could have it's a stand up. I mean, well, you know, Josh has like all a, these fancy it, names. It was, it's like a gel pen. Yeah. It was a G7. There you go. Dude, that's a great pen. Yeah. My favorite uh, gel pen is the, is the oh G. I'm sorry. Uh, point sorry I brought it back yeah. up. We've lost our listeners. So I have I have bad handwriting. Uh, and so I like fine tip pins. Yeah. Uh, and they make, that's I think, a, I don't I think a 0.5 and a 0.7, yeah. I think. And then they make a 0.38, which is even smaller. <laughs> wow. And I love that this pin. Is, it's really good. I only get it from some places. This is titillating. Yeah. All right. You asked about it. <laughs> I carry mine because I would get made fun of too. Yeah. I carry mine in my left pocket because I'm left-handed. Oh, Lord. And it, it kind of sits down in there and then, you know, easy, easy draw. Like I'm yeah. in a pin. If I'm in a pin fight and I'm ready there. You know, to be fair, uh, people did make fun of me uh, uh, for it, uh, and that really didn't bother me ever. I thought it was really funny. Uh, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you know no what doubt. are you doing with your life? No uh, the reason why I quit caring is because you know I usually have my cell phone with me, and so you know I've kind of transitioned. Even for all my planning and everything, I used to do that in a in a you know a, an actual planner. Now I do all that stuff on my iPad. Huh. And uh, but anyways, I you know if I have to write down a note of some kind. I usually just jot it into my phone. You gotcha. Know. So you would say maybe your iPad is an essential item for you. It is pretty essential. Well, that's yeah. good. Hey, we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you a list. Yeah, you're working on it. Yeah, yeah you're, you're. I'm like a little onion, man. You're just you are? peeling me back a layer at a time. So, and uh, iPad. Okay, Hunter, you have anything else? A uh, good pair of socks. Okay. Certain, certain brand pair of socks. Certain brands. Stance what? brand socks. Oh, those are the fancy ones. God, I only have like four pairs, but I rotate them. And I, I don't know. Good pair Stance? of socks. Stance. I have to look it up. They're like the official sock of the MLB. Like they're they're fancy. <laughs> they're so comfortable. Fancy. Yeah, they're good socks. My mom gets me a pair of my in stocking every year. And how much are those? socks? You made fun of his forty dollar pin. How oh, much yeah. are those socks? They're like thirty know. bucks a pair. Yeah. Are they? Uh, I looked Josh it up. Looking it's up. three pack, uh, three for thirty, so ten bucks a piece. Oh really? Oh maybe three maybe like the the. I, I think it depends on what. Yeah, you're thinking about the tall ones. I'm just wearing the ankle socks. Oh. How much are ankle socks? Ankle stances. Um, fifteen bucks for three. That's not too bad. That's see, that's five bucks a pair. Fancy. It's like Hanes. <laughs> it's not like Hanes. That's underwear. Do they make socks? They make socks. They make oh, all okay. kinds of undergarments. Right. And I'll say uh, we did, did say food, but these burritos. 
Mm. D's burritos is Dude, they have top a tier, um, top tier. Man, they've got a a, a carne guisada burrito. <laughs> man, it's so good. So they put it on their homemade tortillas. <laughs> oh yeah, and it is really good. You get some of their little red salsa, Dude, chicken chicken fajita with pico and uh, avocado. Mm. Uh, cool. One of mine uh, continuing on my list is is a blade. I, I always try to have a blade with me. Um, <laughs> Currently, I'm carrying the Spyderco Delica 4. It was a gift. Hey, it, it's kind of on the upper end. I just don't know why all your big fellas <laughs> names like that. I want people to look it up and buy one. It's if great. You're not going to be displeased. Josh is not acting. This is his real life. <laughs> yeah, like, for sure. This, yeah. this is his thing. I used to get made fun of this for carrying. It. Like, like I, I look at a website frequently called Everyday Carry. There, There's this like sub subculture of people who What's in your pocket, I man? Look it up now. Everyday empty carry. their pockets and take pictures so that other people can see their pockets. <laughs> so my everyday carry, there's a lot of things on this list. Some things didn't make it. I do wear um, this Casio G-Shock that, that oh I got on sale. It's part of everyday carry that didn't uh, make this list. If you know list. what that is, that's just a watch? It's a watch, but it was, a, it was an $80 watch I got from Walmart for 20 bucks. It's pretty good. Or a $100 watch. $80 discount. Uh, so cool. So I carry a Spider Codelica 4. It was a it was a gift when I left my old church. They gave me a gift card to buy that. Um, my favorite knife uh, is the Benchmade Proper. <laughs> and it, it's it's kind of like a – so Benchmade – We have the ground, Josh. For, okay, listen, Josh you only get three things. This is the last one. Ooh, the, the other two are real – the other two are really, are really simple. The Benchmade, uh, it, it's like kind of like the premier knife manufacturer, arguably. Here, and it, everything's made in the U.S. Um, and just super quality or whatever. But it, it, it's called the Benchmade proper because it, it's kind of an ode back to the times where, where knives weren't fancy, right? Like it's just a slip joint knife, so you just open it. There's there's a fingernail like slot on it, you know, kind of like old school. So you just pull it up, open it, um, and it's it's just nice. So it's it's my church knife. So like when I'm dressing up. I'll slip that in my pocket um, and go, and it just makes it makes me feel makes me feel good. You know what I mean? I feel like Josh has put so much thought into things that I've never even considered. Yeah, yeah. I concur. You just kind of cool. dabble hey, in no, this it's stuff, cool, though. That's, you just kind of dabble in this stuff, and you're yeah. like, you know, that's cool because it really does. It, it made a difference when I wrote my yeah. name on the receipt at Spanish yeah. Inn. I was like, it does make that, it does make a difference. Good because I have terrible handwriting too. And my favorite so. knife of all time is is probably the Benchmade Bug Out. The Benchmade Bug Out. It's Versatile, light scales, which is kind of the handle. Uh, it has axis lock, and you can, it's really nice thumb stud, so you can flip it open, and it stays open, and it's not going to close until you actually close it. It has a deep deep pocket carry clip so that people don't see you have a knife there. You know, This message is sponsored by Benchmade Knives. <laughs> I wish, dude. I, I, thought I wish. It was five things you can't live without, not five things nobody cares about. You know what? When you need to open, when you need to open your disco box in just a few minutes, you're going to have to find somebody else's knife. Um, my last two, real briefly, a belt. A belt. I did five. No, I did five. A belt. Gotta have a good belt. My pants fall down a lot. <laughs> and then, You'd squat more. You get up a Dunkin' belt. And then I like I like pen and paper, and so I carry a Field Notes wallet, which is the right size for Field Notes to fit in. It's called a Recycled Firefighter, made out of hyphalon material, which is inspired by a a fire hose. Uh, it's really great. Love it. I love you, love. Anybody else have anything? I can't on your list. I don't have anything else to compare. Nothing else. All right. Well. I guess. I guess I'm the only one that's. I feel eccentric. like I'm a pretty simple fella, man. Yeah, like, man. If you're giving those necessities. I'm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty 
good to go. Yeah, me too. You know? If you give me a phone, a pen, currently a road ring, <laughs> a blade, a Spyderco, a belt and field notes, I'm, I'm pretty good. good. I'm good. good. It's only five. When you were describing it, it just felt like a lot more time. <laughs> like five ever. <laughs> good. Hey, we've been talking a lot about cultivating our hearts for becoming better men of God. Um, and that was kind of like a, a series that we carried over several the last several months. Um, and I thought maybe just, just a, a way to wrap that up and, and uh, kind of put a bow on it is to talk about um, just ourselves, how we spend our time, uh, leisure time, some hobbies that we have, um, and, and maybe just kind of a healthy view of those things. I, th- I think sometimes maybe it can get out of hand and we can veg out and not think about uh, the Lord throughout the course of, of maybe some of our free time. Maybe we can just have that, have that conversation. So what do you think of when you think of leisure time? Here's a definition. Maybe, maybe just a time where you're not working, where you can relax, where you can spend some time doing things that you enjoy. Yeah, time away from responsibilities. Time away from responsibilities. That's a great way. Um, a great way to think about that. Do you guys have a lot of that? I, I purposely uh, try to keep my commitments to a minimum. And when you have kids and things, uh, which, you know, Josh has, you know, like 47, so he's kind of yeah. nothing he can do about that. And even me with just two at the house right now, even with Bailey off at college, you know, sometimes things just come up. You know, you're just busy with things that kids have going on. But personally, I have just learned to say no to a lot of things. Uh, and that started out being kind of difficult for me and now it's become pretty simple for me uh and so if things don't align with my values or even really good things that um are just you know not in alignment with where i am at that moment i have no problem saying no to that stuff so hey will you come to this party no i will not thank you for asking uh will you hey will you help with the youth event this weekend that's going to change lives for eternity did I even hesitate? No. Nope. I'm like, nope, I'm not. Thanks. And so uh, I do. Uh, you, he does help with youth every single week and does a lot. I'm just being silly. I could do more. But uh, no, the reality, the reality is I just, you know, I've learned to say no to some things. And so I try to keep my schedule pretty chill. So there are things that, you know, responsibilities that I do have outside of my normal job, obviously, and, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I think learning to say no to things is a pretty good skill to develop, but I had to, to develop it. But. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I think by nature, I'm a people pleaser. And so my, my first response is if it's not, yes, it's, Oh, let me think about it. You know what I mean? Um, and so, uh, I heard somebody say the other day that every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. And so, yeah, um, to be, be considerate of, of what you say no about good. What, what are some ways that, um, you know, I think all of us would maybe, admit that we don't have as much free time as others, but there are certain things um, that we carve out to spend time. Do you guys have any hobbies? What are some hobbies that you have? You know, it's funny for me, as eccentric as my conversation was about my top five list, um, I don't really have a lot of hobbies. Like, I don't have things that I'm just, like, gung-ho about. So I, I, it was hard for me to think through that. you guys have anything that you just, like, like if, if, you, if you have some downtime, this is your go-to, this is what you're going to do? So... I do some video games, um, but that's really mostly just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't do it a lot during the week. And I say Friday, like uh, my schedule is I work Sunday through Thursday, so I'm off Friday, Saturday. And so when the kids are in school on Fridays, that's kind of like the day I really try to unplug. And so when I think of like leisure time or off time, I'm trying to think of how I can kind of unplug from the things that I'm consistently plugged into all the time. 
And ideally, I'm, I should be like refreshing myself in the Lord. But at this moment right now, um, I'm trying to reevaluate that. I just finished a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And it has like made me rethink all kinds of things um, and how I spend my time. Uh, specifically, like what I found is if I do play video games, like on Fridays when the kids are at school, it's not bad, but it doesn't necessarily always fill my tank and leave me like replenished. Like sometimes it actually kind of depletes me a little bit. On the other hand, though, if I play video games with my kids or, or with friends, it tends to be a lot more fun and life-giving. But if I'm just there by myself playing video games, it, I found it tends to be more draining to my soul than life-giving. And so I'm trying to, I'm beginning to ask the question and literally like this Friday would be the very first time that I could kind of, I just finished the book and can begin put into practice. But what, like, what, it, what does it look like for me to fill my Friday with things that just like really truly refresh my soul in the Lord? Because a lot of times I think the idea of like Sabbath or resting in God or taking a day off, they become interchangeable. And then you say, this was my Sabbath and you know, I spent it mowing and fixing things around the house and doing different things. And maybe, I don't know. The point is right now I'm kind of reevaluating some of this off time and like what a day off looks like, what an actual Sabbath might look like. And I don't feel like I have clarity on exactly what it is for me yet, because what it is for me may not be really restful or so life giving for you guys. And so I'm kind of just asking some questions right now in this regard. So I think that kind of answers all the questions that you've asked so far in this topic, but I feel like I'm a little, I'm a little lost right now because I'm kind of in the, this reevaluating process. So no, I think that's good. You know, kind of kind of reading up on this, I, th- I think you can be in in two different camps, and and you can be there because the Bible doesn't really mention like the word the word leisure. Yeah, I think is maybe only in Scripture once, and so it doesn't really mention like here's what you do in your leisure time. I mean, I think it it lends itself to us thinking, you know, in, in Colossians where it says, whatever you do, um, do in the name of the Lord, right? Um, giving thanks to God. But then also it, it, it tells us in James that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father, right? Yeah. And so like, are video games a gift? Is that something that, that you can spend time with your friends in leisure um, and and feel refreshed a little bit where you can unplug your mind. And, and maybe that's, maybe that's how some of us want to spend our leisure time is, is not thinking about things. You know, you have to think about numbers at work all the time, or you have to think about certain relationships and how, um, you know, how people are impacted by other people's decisions um, when you're ministering to them or counseling them or whatever. Is it okay to unplug from that and, and to just think, okay, God's given me some free time. I want to just think about nothing. Right. Um, and in doing that, spend that time to be refreshed and to, to not, you know, not feel that stress or that worry or whatever. I, I think, I think almost we have to find that balance for ourselves of, of where that, where that's acceptable. Right. Well, I feel like I always hog this back half of the podcast. And I don't mean to do that, but like another thing that like, I think we might have backwards is I think we work a whole week and we're so tired and then we rest and I think the Bible almost has it the other way around. It's like you're kind of resting to then be fueled so that you can go live your life to the glory of God that week. Like a lot of times we just see like rest or a day off as like a recovery from all the work we've done. But really it's like filling your soul so that you can then go back out and pour yourself out again the next week. So like rather than finishing with rest, it's almost like starting with rest so that you can be empowered to go. 
And I think that might be a different way to look at it too, because how many of us go like on a weekend vacation, we come back more tired than we left. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's not necessarily <clears throat> wrong, but I th- like, I think I'm just learning about this rest and Sabbath. And I think, I think I'm off in multiple areas and I'm just trying to rethink that not to be legalistic, but just because I feel like God's kind of trying to lead me to take better care of my soul and have better work and rest rhythms because I think maybe I'm off is what I think. I don't know. Yeah. I, I do a poor job of resting because I mean, I, my job is not labor intensive, but when I get home, I want to work in the yard. I want to do stuff. And I mean, it. I'm tired mentally from, you know, working all day on, you know, what I'm doing there, but then I get home and I get physically tired and then I keep doing that same thing. Then it goes to the weekend. Then we do, you know, we worked in the, created a flower bed in the backyard for two weekends in a row, uh, right after a long week of, you know, doing my work at my profession. And then, you know, I get tired doing that. So resting is not really, I've, I've not done well at that and not recharged. And, you know, Lauren says, why don't you just ever just sit down? I'm I don't know. I just want to keep yeah. going. I mean, uh, there's stuff to do. I, but it's a good thing too because it's it's working on the things that. Yes. You know, I mean, I see the glory of God in you know when we have nice uh, a nice yard yeah. or something something nice to look at. You know, well, I mean, we're taking and, care of it at the same time, but at the same time, you need to rest a little. And too. that's a whole other situation though, because most people would define rest as not doing anything or binge watching Netflix, but that. When I watch a bunch of TV, I don't feel rested either. I feel mm-hmm. exhausted yeah. and drained. Like, I don't feel replenished. And so I think the question is, what are the things that you can do or how can you use that time so that your soul, like, so you are connecting with God in a real way and that your soul is being refreshed? Because mm-hmm. I think a thing that I've thought about for a long time, too, is if you have a very mental job, it might be really life-giving for you to do something with your hands on the weekend. Yeah. Or if you're working a manual job all week long, maybe you need to do something more mental on the weekends, you know? Um, or just thinking how that kind of goes together. Because I think for some people, maybe working in the garden could be like they feel the presence of God there and they love it. Yes, they're physically tired, but maybe it's it's recharging their soul. And again, I still feel like I'm kind of forming some of these thoughts and trying to come to grips with the understanding. But these are the same thoughts I'm I'm asking, same questions I'm asking myself right now. So, so like for my, my Friday, what I for sure try to do is I'm trying not to do any counseling. I'm not doing any sermon preparation. I'm not doing, um, I'm trying not to have, I'm not, I'm trying not to do any planning or preparation in regards to my ministry. But that being said, like this Friday, I've got to clean the pool. I need to mow the lawn. I need to do some of those things. And not that those are bad, but I guess my question is, is that how I need to spend that Friday or should I find other times to do those tasks and do something else on Friday that, that really replenishes my soul? And I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's where you have to kind of just seek the Lord in that. Like, you know, what, what do you find leisure in? Like, could, could you, could you think, okay, I've got a pool. I'm taking care of that. That's my leisure time. I don't know. I don't like doing manual labor when I have time off, but sometimes it's nice to be out in the yard and mow the grass and whatnot, but my leisure time is, uh, baseball. I like to watch baseball, uh, and then cooking. I like to cook and, you know, I can do those things. And, and that's a, that's a great Saturday for me. Uh, the other day it was, a, it was an afternoon game. The season's going now fired up the grill. And like, that's, that's a great, that's a great Saturday. Don't have to think about a whole lot of things. Um, you know, just enjoy the outside. The weather's nice. Um, you feel recharged after doing it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Good. Yeah. For sure. I think you've got to be, I think sometimes we're not honest with our soul 
and we just kind of have this mentality of pushing through or like we're defined by our work or how much we produce. And so we find value in that and we don't really take God's command to rest seriously. And I think that's something that we need to correct because like if we're not taking care of our soul, it's just a matter of time before we're in a bad spot. And, and then it affects our wives and our kids and those we work with. And you know, like, like your spiritual life influences everything else you do. And so like to neglect work and rest when it's literally woven into the fabric of creation from before sin entered the world, I think it's kind of unwise for us to neglect that. So even though I don't have the answers, I think it's very wise to be asking the questions and trying to figure out what it means because it seems to be how God has wired the world to work. And yeah, the more I think you, I mean, I've known people that have felt selfish for taking time yeah, for themselves, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, like they didn't have the space for it or they felt like they were doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's not a healthy mentality to have, you yeah. know, there's, you can obviously be excessive in anything. Um, but you know, it's not seven days or six days of rest and one day of work, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I think it is wise to be mindful of the things that like we've said that replenish you and uh kind of just feed your soul a little bit and not feel guilty about doing those things and realize that it's a necessary part of life i think that's really good right like it's not sinful yeah to carve that time out and i think sometimes you have to carve it out like like you know we live in a society where i read an article um read an article that had uh that had a quote that said something like um like the devil doesn't take time off right so as christians we can't either and i just don't know i just don't know that that's healthy, you know? And so, um, you know, we, we live with that mentality and we just always want to go, 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 do, do, do for the production of the Lord or for, for the almighty dollar, whatever, whatever it is, you know? Um, uh, but I think, I think it's important to know that, Hey, carve some time out. Don't feel guilty about it. Um, and spend some time doing something that you like to do with the realization and understanding that, that God does provide opportunities for us to do that. It's good. Something else that kind of plays into this is, uh, the spiritual discipline of like uh, meditation and solitude. Uh, I know for me, if I think about it, there's almost always noise. I'm either talking to somebody or listening to music or listening to a podcast or reading something, looking at There's very few times, if I really think about it, where I am in silence and solitude. And that seems to be something that that we need. So to really, for, to allow God to speak to us, to... Uh, really be in tune with our soul and so we because i think sometimes we just go 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 and so we don't really know what we feel or how we're doing like we think we're good but we haven't really processed that and so i think learning how to sit in silence and solitude sometimes is something i think god's calling me to to be better at Uh, because almost always if i get to a point of silence and solitude i reach for my for my phone because it feels very awkward and i think that that's just an again an indicator that there's something kind of broken in me that god's trying to kind of heal and course correct because he's trying to lead me to life. He's trying to lead me to the way life is designed. And there's just things inside me that I think aren't working as good as they could be. And I think God, like this is, that's one that I think God's saying, Hey, like what if we considered this? Like what if you had unhurried time of like silence and solitude where you just kind of process things and thought and prayed and listened? Um, that seems to be a God honoring quality that I rarely do. It's tough, man. Noise noise is deafening, but silence is even more deafening. You know, like, uh, I think it's hard for me and I'll find myself too just talking to myself in that silence, like not being able to sit and listen because I want to hear what I have to say, or I'm scared of, of what I might hear. 
but all the things I'm saying, like I, th- I think the idea of like leisure time or like taking a day off or like this idea of recharging, like when your soul really is refreshed, like it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. And when your soul's depleted, man, that's a game changer as well. And so, like the like the book, the ruthless elimination of hurry. Um, it's just it's leading me to ask a bunch of questions, but they're questions surrounding like I think God's trying to help me replenish my soul more because the more I can replenish my soul, the healthier I'll be, and the more hopefully, like the more present I can be, the more effective I can be, the more whole I will be, the more hopefully godly I will be. Like I think that's what He's leading me to, and I'm just asking a bunch of questions right now, and I think it it bleeds into leisure time, it bleeds into Sabbath, it bleeds into time off it, it work and rest rhythms like it all kind of bleeds in together and so yeah i don't know that's oh, good stuff uh, anybody have any parting words of wisdom if our, our listeners are here thinking man what, what what should i do with my free time what what would you say to encourage them looks different for everybody right i yeah. mean it's, it's not going to be the same it's not going to be a sunday afternoon nap you know for everybody but you know f- find what brings you real peace and real joy uh, and focus on that, you know, maybe not do it every single day, you know, it, it may become an idol, you know, to you, but, you know, find whatever that is, you know, whether it's waking up early on a Saturday morning, drinking coffee, you know, reading your Bible a little bit, uh, if that recharges you, you know, if it's like, like me sometimes working in the yard, uh, just checking out and doing that, working my hands a little bit, um, you know, it looks different. Um, just find what it is, um, spend a little time on it, and see see if it does anything good for you. I like it. I would probably say um, just be mindful, right? Like like whatever you do, do for God's glory. Um, and so uh, just kind of weigh that. If you're feeling guilty about maybe just vegging out and watching TV, um, ask the Lord, like, is that, is that something I need to deal with? If you don't want to play video games all the time or whatever, you know, like I think um, – yeah, I mean, just, just think about whatever you do in in any aspect of life. How is this going to glorify God? And then if I were to say uh, one other thing, it would be don't let those around you deter you from carrying the things that you like to carry in your pockets. <laughs> you jerks. I can't wait to go get this GX945B that I've been looking at. You've been Amazon looking at that right too? Now. <laughs> it's on sale. Good times. Well, even though you hate me, I love you. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, and uh, thanks for your time. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else. Anybody else have anything you want to say? Come clean about anything? <gasps> nope. Apologize about anything? Sorry that I was mean to you earlier. I, I forgive, forgive you. Uh, I accept it. I forgive you. Thanks. <laughs> I don't think you were mean. I would probably say it again, but <laughs> I, 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 I didn't take it as mean. Again. It's probably after it happened after lunch. Too. <laughs> I'm just going to be on the lookout. Uh, I'm going to start making fun of your water bottle now. And then you're going to say things like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I stay hydrated all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I care about my health and fitness." That's what you're going to say. So, anyways, okay. Uh, say a well, pray for us uh, on Friday that nobody tears a muscle. Or what <laughs> muscle might you tear? Tear a pack. Peck. That'd be bad. Okay, I'm going to pray I don't tear a peck. Uh, Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, being our audience. We love you. Thanks to our sponsors. Um, Bench made knives. Dude, I wish, man. I wish. I'd carry. I would carry uh, a bench made every day if I knew they would sponsor us. So, anyways. Well, see you later. Pretty good one. See ya. Take care. Have a good one now. Bye-bye.